Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. You're listening to Comedy Central. say thank you. To all the male viewers, I want to say, ha ha, you're watching a girl, so that makes you gay. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Jamila Jamil is here. We got a lot to talk about, so let's get into the headlines. Let's kick things off with Tucker Carlson, the world's most unemployed boat shoe. <laughs> No one's heard from Tucker since his surprise firing on Monday, except the pillow he's been screaming into. <laughs> and it turns out there may be a good reason for that. Fox News executives reportedly have a dossier of dirt on him. Yeah, to keep him from attacking the network. That's right, they apparently have him saying the most vile things you can imagine. And the way they compiled it, and this is genius, is by turning on his television show and pressing record. <laughs> Very sneaky, Fox. Let's move on to some breaking news. If you've been following Florida politics, you're weird. <laughs> and also, you know that Ron DeSantis has been attacking the Disney Corporation for a year now, ever since Disney criticized his anti-gay bill, and also because they used his image for Quasimodo. <laughs> Dead ringer. Well, now the fight has reached the courts. This morning, Disney sued Ron DeSantis, accusing him of political retaliation, which... Sounds bad, but if they really wanted to f him up, they'd slip his kid the Encanto soundtrack. As a parent, trust me, that can ruin your life. We don't talk about Bruno. How about we don't talk about giving you up for adoption if you don't turn that off? Let's move 
on to some entertainment news because it was just revealed that Hugh Grant will star as an Oompa Loompa in the upcoming Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> kind of fun. It kind of makes sense to have Oompa Loompa be a British dude. Have you ever gone to the beach with a British person? This is exactly what their skin looks like after an hour. <laughs> and I just want to say, as a woman, it's nice to see a man age out of sexy roles for once, you know? <laughs> Enjoy Timothy Chalamet while you can, girls, because one day he'll be playing Gollum. <laughs> I'd still hit that. Let's move on to a lawsuit that's rocking the music world, although it involves Ed Sheeran, so maybe not so much rocking as keeping the music world entertained while shopping. <laughs> Sheeran, of course, isn't just Prince Harry with a job. He's also one of the most successful singer-songwriters in the world, but now some people think that he got there by cheating. Now to Ed Sheeran in court, defending his Grammy-winning hit, Thinking Out Loud, Sheeran is accused of copying one of Marvin Gaye's biggest hits. The family of Ed Townsend, Marvin Gaye's co-writer, accuses Sheeran of copying the chord progression, rhythm, and other elements of Let's Get It On. Here's Sheeran's hit. Baby, my heart could still fall us heart at 23. And Marvin Gaye's. Sharon denies the allegations. His lawyers plan to defend him by showing that both songs are based on a common chord progression. I'm sorry, this is ridiculous. I mean, just because something sounds a little bit like something else, it doesn't mean it was stolen on purpose. I mean, four score and seven years ago, you never would have seen a lawsuit like this. I have a dream that someday these nuisance lawsuits will come to an end. Luke, I am your father. Should be suing Ed Sheeran. It's Elvis. I mean, stealing a black guy's music was his idea. Now that's copyright infringement. So I don't, I don't know how this is all going to turn out, but if Ed Sheeran was smart, he'd try to move this Marvin Gaye trial to Florida. They refuse to acknowledge anything gay there. <laughs> some exciting news out of the world of science. Researchers are coming very close to answer answering one of mankind's biggest questions. Where are the sharks boning? Great white sharks are among the most famous fish in the sea, but a key detail about their lives has remained a mystery. For centuries, researchers have been unable to find the place where they mate in the Atlantic Ocean. However, scientists may be on the verge of an answer. Chris Fisher founded O-Search. They'll soon hit their goal of 100 captures, tracking each one online. There's nine white shark populations around the world, and no one has ever identified a mating site. With centuries of people on the ocean, no one's ever documented this? Well, this is a 400-million-year-old secret. The ocean's not going to give it up easy. Do sharks even have sex? I thought they just ejaculated on eggs like salmon or that Denny's I don't go to anymore. <laughs> Grand slam. <laughs> but still, this is a very important scientific discovery. If there's one thing I know about sharks, it's that if they stop they die. Oh, wait. No, that's Nick Cannon I'm thinking of. <laughs> this 
science research being done by scientists, we turn to Michael Costa. <laughs> Michael, you're out there on the ocean with the research team. Have you found the mating site yet? Not yet. You know, the sharks only go to the mating site if they want to mate. So we have to wait until they've reached sufficient levels of what scientists call shark horniness. <laughs> We've tried to get the sharks in the mood by throwing rose petals in the water, playing some Marvin Gaye or Ed Sheeran. No one can tell the difference, but, <laughs> but so far, no luck. I see, I see. And, and what exactly is the scientific value of finding the shark mating site? Oh, it's incredibly valuable, Desi. If we can find the part of the ocean where the great whites mate, then researchers can place a camera down there. <laughs> and then we get to watch. For research purposes? Not really. No, no, no. <laughs> we just want to watch. I, ideally in one of those underwater cages, you know, just out of sight, but, but they know we're there. Mm. <laughs> And once they really get going, if you turn your oxygen tank off at the exact right moment, then it oh, really kicks it up a notch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Michael. That's, that's gross. You guys only went there to watch these sharks have sex? Well, not at first, but, but they're being so secretive about their mating site, you know, that now we got to see it. If they're hiding it that well, you know they're doing some real freaky shark shit down there, okay? <laughs> Plus, the scientists told us, and I confirm this is a real fact, Desi, great white sharks have two penises. We gotta see how that works. Oh my God, Michael, this is completely, completely, and hold on, did you just say two penises? <laughs> Go on. Yeah, yeah, I, w I, I wish I could. I have so many questions. Do they use both penises at the same time, or is one of them a spare, right? Is, is one a grower and one a shower? Is, <laughs> Is it like twins, where one of them is slightly better looking than the other? I mean, science needs to know. Right, 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 right. right. Or, or like, uh, can the shark rub them together while she watches? <laughs> Wait, sorry, God, no. Awesome. We didn't send you to the ocean just to indulge some kink. How dare you, Desi? Okay, this isn't kinky. This is nature studying the cyclical copulation patterns of these majestic apex predators could unlock the evolutionary mysteries of the deep. Wow. You know what, Michael? I I'm sorry. I, I totally underestimated your passion for this. Yeah, you're right. This is very exciting. Oh, yeah, it's exciting. I am rock hard just thinking about it. I got a sperm whale that's about to surface right here, Desi. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Michael Costa, everybody. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. damage are from my home state of Kentucky. Thanks to Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, Kentucky doesn't have the best reputation. So I wanted to show that there's a lot more than you think. Take a look. Kentucky and I have both changed a lot since my youth, but unfortunately the changes the state currently faces can't be resolved with Accutane and 150 hours of community service. Kentucky legislators passed one of the strictest anti-trans laws in the nation. House Bill 300 would allow prosecutors to charge a woman with criminal homicide if she gets an abortion. Police can't enforce any kind of federal ban on guns. Banning gender-affirming care. Taking aim at drag shows. Stifles free speech. A trigger law. Is a second these bills are getting shoved through like a fried chicken sandwich in McConnell's lipless mouth. But do Kentuckians really feel this way? Absolutely not. Kentuckians are suffering because of their decisions. We could do things a lot better. It's like our voices are falling upon deaf ears. It's a lot of straight white men, a lot of older men. I would say, and to Mitch in particular, that the vast majority of American people are sick and tired of the guns. Turtle face. There's that Southern hospitality I miss. But she's right. Kentuckians aren't happy with their lawmakers. In fact, statistics have shown a majority support access to abortion, background checks on guns, and oppose the law on gender-affirming health care. So how is this happening? To get more insight, I met a local journalist who's shining a spotlight on the politics happening in conservative states. There's only one way to have this conversation, and that is over bourbon. So it's, it's safe to say that a lot of these laws that are passing from extreme legislators are not reflective of the values of the people of Kentucky. So my view is we're seeing an extreme Republican agenda because our legislators are governing like Republicans, not like Kentuckians. If you look at the laws being passed in Kentucky, they're the exact same ones being passed in Florida or Mississippi. So these are much different states with much different priorities, but they have the exact same agenda because the Republicans in every state are just passing a list of things Donald Trump and other right-wing Republicans like and that are popular on Fox News. You know what? Let's just keep this flowing. I don't want to see this glass empty. Where do we go from here? Is there is there any solution? I think ultimately we have to, in the short term, shame them out of passing the most aggressive version of these bills. Criticize them enough to make sure that they are told when they go to church or when they go to the grocery store that you passed a terrible bill and acted like a bigot. Are you sure that shame would work with Kentucky Republicans? I mean, look at Rand Paul. If I got my ass kicked in my front yard by my neighbor, I would never leave my house again. 
I'm not saying it's a foolproof point, and I'm just saying that these legislators have to walk in public and live their life, and I、mm -hmm. do think you want to make clear that you have done something terrible. It might be the drinks, but I have an idea. What if we made change through the power of song, through subliminal messages? We could write a country song. No one's tried that yet. No one's tried that. that. We'll sing it together, okay? Because、okay, we know how it goes. It goes.、Uh, Here in Kentucky, we got bourbon and horses and a woman's right to choose. We have、uh, great, great education, well-funded, well-supported public schools. School. Oh, this is so good. Okay,、yes. we got to record this. The sound is being subliminal. The irony is that even as the Kentucky legislature becomes more extreme, Kentucky's citizens are trying to bring the state together. Citizens like Edward Lee. Edward Lee, an award-winning chef, founded the Lee Initiative, a nonprofit seeking to increase diversity and equality in the restaurant industry. And he's achieving this on a national level as well. Chef Edward Lee, owner of 610 Magnolia in Louisville, has been invited to the White House to cook for the U.S. and South Korea state dinner. When it comes to politics, he has a more grassroots approach. There are people in power here that have their agenda, but there's some belief in me where you stay and you fight the good fight. And you build community and make sure that people do not feel marginalized, that people do not feel alone, that people do not feel like they're the only ones in this fight. And to me, that's stronger than any political movement. We have done dinners here where we have brought different groups at the table to sit down and, and talk things out. And I always say, at the end of the dinner, you still disagree. The only difference is. Now you see the other person as a human being. Do you think this level of humanity and kindness and outreach that you do could ever exist in the Kentucky legislature? They come here for dinner. I can ask them. Has Mitch McConnell ever? Can, we don't serve and tell. You don't serve and tell. Here, we've been here 21 years. I'll say this: everyone's been through here. How many times have you spit in this food? <laughs> I waited tables for ten years.、Oh, that is against everything I stand for. I know a thing or two about spitting in food. Despite not taking my advice, Ed left me feeling hopeful. So I sobered up and hit the streets to see if other people shared Ed's vision. You have to have hope, because otherwise you wake up and you live in fear, and that's not what we in Kentucky do. We get up and we go to work and we take care of our families and we're good to our neighbors. When something bad happens in the state, everyone rallies together, and the good fight still continues on. We are the solution, and we truly have got to become much more forceful and active. I think we can make it uncomfortable enough for those who are in charge of the voting, who are in charge of representing us. Yeah, make them uncomfortable. Slip them some laxatives. Key his car. No. Put a bag of shit on his doorstep. That light it on you fire. You know the problem with that only makes me look bad. That would not achieve the goal I have. Plus, it takes all that time to shit in the bag and light it on fire and transport it. That's right. Right. Thank, Thank you. You know where we can get some good bourbon around here? Well, at my house. But... Oh, lead the way. I'll <laughs> follow you. I'm on my you. way to the library. Oh, that's okay. I'll go with actually, you. Actually, you know,、um, there. I actually have a fine if you don't mind picking up the tab. I've racked up quite the bill. You say Kentuckians are generous, right? When we come back, Jamila Jamil will be 
joining me on the show, so don't go away. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Podcast Bad Dates. Please welcome Jamila Jamil. the fashion. Oh, I thank knew you. It. And I brought my little bag. Uh, this it's a bit is, weird um, that I bring my handbag on television. You don't it? trust anybody. No, it is. I think it's specifically like a woman of color thing where we're just always ready for some sort of shit to go down. Well, <laughs> we want to be prepared. Don't trust anyone. No. Don't trust anyone. Least of all you, babe. Yeah, well. <laughs> you're doing so wonderfully. I'm loving you on the show. <laughs> huge fan of yours. You're such a brilliant comedic actress. I loved you on The Good Place. Thanks. And, uh, and, but I have to say, I think one of the things that I adore most about you is how outspoken you are on social media, standing up for, for things that you believe in. And There's one whoop. Everyone else is very upset. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. You are so vocal. And, and, and it's so important. It, it means so much. So do you ever get nervous about that? Like, I overthink what emojis I use on group right. text. No, I think the problem is that I don't get nervous about it. I think that's, I think that's where we've gone wrong. Um, and I accept that. But I also think that I have started to occupy a very important but rare space for a woman in media, which is representation it's like fine I'm South Asian representation I get that but we don't have enough representation of women who make mistakes who falter who get back up who learn who grow and decide to do better so many of us cancel ourselves and we remove ourselves from society because we've been bred to believe that we're supposed to always be so approved of and 
I'm not always approved of and sometimes I do make mistakes and I am fallible and I have had a messy life and I'm a messy person and, and we have to be able to see that in the public eye so that we all know that we reserve the right to make mistakes, to come back and to grow and do better. Mm. I think. Up, you know, yeah, no one's perfect. I didn't have those role models. I just saw only perfect people who always looked perfect, who always said the perfect thing, and I think that was kind of damaging. So, there you go. I've <laughs> found a way to pretend it's valuable. <laughs> <laughs> you have a new podcast out, Bad Dates. Yes. It is so funny. You get the best guests, mm -hmm. and they come on and they tell these horrendous worst date stories. Yeah, it's so disgusting. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Never listen to it with any of your children. Oh, no, that's a bad idea. Or your parents. It's it's so filthy. It's so funny. And it's not about like traumatic bad dates. It's just about the silliest things we've ever done on the road to love or shagging or both. And I think that we can all we can all relate. We've all, you know, we've oh, yeah. all been there. We've all had terrible yeah. dates. Yeah. And or or sometimes we are the bad dates. Yeah. 100%. 100%. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what is your worst date? You told a, a horrible date story. Mm -hmm. Oh, the one that that like almost gave Al Roker a heart attack. A heart attack. attack. Yeah. yeah. For the uh, second time. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know um, about the first yes, one. Yes, yes, no. No, I don't know. I just made that okay. up. I totally made that up. Um, <gasps> no, you did. You, but it was a great, it was a great story. And I'm, had, has that guy ever come back? No, but everyone's looking for him. Everyone's looking for him. He's a famous man. Uh, basically, uh, there was an incident with um, uh, he, oh God, he t took three steps into my apartment, passed out and uh, had a seizure and all of his front teeth broke and flew across my apartment. And I had to call 911, which was actually really exciting if you're English and you've seen it done in the movies. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, I did that. The police come in and the, the ambulance and the fire brigade and everyone's trying to resuscitate him. They bring him back too and they're like, sir, have you taken anything? He's like, yeah, I've had a little bit of cocaine, but I always take cocaine. And I was like, oh, shit. red flag, red flag. Um, and then uh, and they were like, have you taken anything else? And he was like, no. And they start pulling the blanket over his uh, body and as they go past his penis, um, okay it, he gets rock hard and uh, <laughs> he looks at me like bleeding with such regret and goes, I might have had some Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Toothless and disgrace. Oh, yeah. Such a beautiful first date story. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> they, um, this is, this it's is not James. It's not my boyfriend, yeah, and, James. And now they're together. They're yeah. in a healthy relationship. <laughs> this, is, this is reason alone why they should start regulating erectile dysfunction medications as much as they regulate the abortion pill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is it Chris Evans? It's not Chris Evans. <laughs> Is it Chris Pine? But he has had a beard ever since because he split his chin open that day and had loads of stitches. So just look under the chins of all of your next few guests there and like, you, you know, go. You'll, you'll maybe find it. Oh my God. God. <laughs> it is, it's such a funny. So funny. <laughs> Do you, so, so the, you hear all these horrible bad date stories. Yeah. What, if you could give a piece of advice to people who are out there dating right now, having heard all these stories, what would you say? Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs>
fearless, I tell you. Fearless. <laughs> this is the problem. My publicist is there literally ready to like oh, jump please. me. This is late night TV. <laughs> you can literally say anything. Anything. Um, you you started this movement called Iway, which started as a social media post, but now it's blown up into this huge movement. What what is it? So it started off as a kind of conversation and a movement around eating disorders and the ways in which we value specifically women around their body weight. We use a weighing scale to decide someone's value, uh, but it has now grown into more of a mental health movement and a social advocacy space where, you know, including on the left, we don't always make it a very welcoming space for people to come and to learn and to ask difficult questions or to unpack their old bullshit or, was that a fart? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I didn't think anyone would hear that. <laughs> punish people for what they just don't already know and we can't separate ignorance from evil and so what we created at iway is a safe space where you know wherever you're from whatever <laughs> still laughing at the part <laughs> part i'm so sorry you're like giving this very meaningful no but anyway look wherever you're from wherever you're at in your knowledge you're welcome with me because i don't know shit about anything and so if i can learn from these wonderful people on the iway podcast which is separate to the bad dates podcast they are very different um <laughs> then you can join me in what i've been learning and there's a there's a movement coming up, and there's a right? movement there's a, coming event. around it so the, it is a whole movement in general and we work with policies and we work with social media sites to make them less toxic but now i'm going after the you know i've i've um I've made a big deal about the diet industry, and I don't know if anyone heard, but now I'm taking on the exercise industry because it's become intertwined. I feel like it's shagging the diet industry, right? They're, they're yeah. now in a close and personal relationship. Yes. And, and they're it both is, shagging the rest of us. Yeah. We're just getting shagged yeah, from behind. Exactly, but not in the nice way. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm incredibly concerned at how much people only ever uh, associate exercise with weight loss and with looking a certain way or with like hyper fitness. And that's been reinforced by everything we see. All the campaigns are always like the slimmest, most often whitest and the, the fittest and fastest people in the world. And actually, because I had an eating disorder for 20 years, like I never used to exercise unless it was to punish myself for what I'd eaten the day before. And I think a lot of us have that cycle, especially if you were born in the 90s mm -hmm. or if you're a teenager who's growing up now. And so I would like to take exercise back. Like we leave fat people, we leave people with disabilities, we leave pregnant people, we leave all kinds of people out of the exercise world. And we make you feel like by the time you join a gym, you have to look like you've already been going to a gym for 10 years. Yes. And I'm so done with that because the mental health benefits of exercise don't take six months to achieve, they're immediate. And you change the way that you sleep and they change the, you change the way that you feel. And now that I have finally understood that, I'm no longer exercising so that I am appropriate to look at for someone else. I'm exercising for myself, for the immediate benefits. And you don't have to have perfect form and you don't have to have abs and you don't have to wear the bloody crop top and the bra and the <laughs> leggings that are lemons so you can see your actual asshole through them. Like you, you can Campbell wear city. loose clothes. You can dress like Eminem. You know, <laughs> you can do what you want. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like you can, you can snap while 
while you're while you're exercising within reason like be careful about throwing up down yourself but i just want to reclaim it i want to make sure that this isn't this club that we get left out of exclusive shouldn't be a good word anymore it's a terrible word it means leaving people out deliberately and pricing them out it's becoming a wealth gap situation so i'm trying to bring people back to exercise we're trying to democratize exercise and in may you can join me on my social media uh, as i'm going to try to do some exercise it's going to become increasingly ridiculous as you can imagine every single day in may and then we're going to start putting on events that are a safe space for exercise where there aren't mirrors and there aren't tight clothes and there is fun food and where we are not going to make you feel as though there is a physical standard you're supposed to meet we just want you to feel happy mm. thank you thank you for the work that you do it's so appreciated, you guys. Bad dates. We're holding hands We're again. Holding I don't hands. Know. We're going to read this together. Bad dates is available on Amazon Music and Wondery Plus. Jamila Jamil, everybody. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer songwriter and composer John Batiste the all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Majority. They're an organization dedicated to making women the most influential voting bloc in the country. If you'd like to help them build a community of organizers, please donate to the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central Podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.